0: What is up, guys? We're back after another little break to uh, gather our bearings during this apocalypse that's going on. Um, (laughs) We haven't really been super active on the podcasting side of things, but we are back to change that, especially now in light of all these cool new movie and, and entertainment announcements happening and the film industry sort of grinding back into motion.
1: Yes, things are slowly coming back to life. So, hello, welcome. Back to Coffee Break Cinema, where the movies watch you. (laughs) Not really, but...
0: (laughs) That catchphrase hasn't really passed
1: QA yet, but we'll get there. I I wanted to put it in there, because
0: I'm the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) So, Cohen, you are the master of all things DC uh, in, in this realm. So... Maybe you think it'll be ideal for you to take us along this journey of uh, all of the announcements and, and reveals that happened in the DC Fandom.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to be quite brief. I mean, because it's been uh, all over social media and YouTube and yada, 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 yada. So yeah, but it is, it is exciting times. I mean, DC Fandom looked like it was gearing up to be a really exciting event. And honestly, I mean, since there's, no such thing as like Comic Cons or anything that we can go to this year. I mean, especially in the States, I mean, Comic Con isn't that huge year yet. We've only had one. So, I mean, yeah, just two. To have this. every we had two? We have had two. Come on. <laughs> we have had two. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so yeah, DC fandom having, uh, having this whole like online. DC extravaganza and anybody who knows me, I'm a bit of a DC fanboy. I don't mind the Marvel movies. I enjoy them. I love them also, but that is a separate part of my life that I keep uh, locked away in the cupboard. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, 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 I do. I do enjoy the movies before I get flack all over the show for that. Um, but yeah, it was a big weekend. I mean, yeah I, I needed to i needed to be in there and i was watching all of it and i was super excited because there were some really huge annou- announcements so we'll i'm just going to rattle through a few of them um that we can speak uh, speak about um we'll get to the biggest one i think last uh so yeah wh- one of the one of the movies i'm most excited about this year and we should hopefully finally see it now on the 2nd of October here on the South African shores, is Wonder Woman 84. They dropped a new trailer, and of course the director, Patty Jenkins, and the cast were all there, and they played games and whatever, but the trailer was the highlight. And I mean, uh, it's, it didn't show too much more like of what we... You know, nothing really different to what we what we had seen in the first trailer, except that we finally see a reveal for Kristen Wiig's, um cheetah transformation. So, it's so a very brief little bit at the end. But, yeah, I mean, I would have preferred to, uh, them to actually leave it out of the trailer. But I guess with this, like, three, four-month extended wait now for the release date it's wet our appetites quite nicely so yeah I'm yeah big... they've
0: got to keep people invested in and yeah. Uh, engaged
1: yeah otherwise it would just fade into obscurity i guess and then the movie comes out and nobody's interested anymore and it bombs and i don't want that because wonder woman's one of the highlights of the of the past sort of dceu movies and going forward um, so Wonder Woman needs to come out strong this year to, you know, like really set the Warner Brothers DC cinematic universe up strong again, so that we can go. Because it looks like, quite frankly, DC has a much bigger and much more exciting year planned ahead compared to Marvel. We'll just have to see um, what 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 the what the guys over at Disney and Marvel can pull out of their pockets, but. Quite frankly, Black Widow is like five years too late for me. I don't know about you.
0: That's interesting timing. I mean, especially where it comes in in the the storyline or the the overarching storyline of the MCU with with obviously what happens in Endgame. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting time, and also having uh, Black Widow having been introduced into the MCU all the way back in 2010 with Iron Man 2. You know, it's like it's been a long time coming, and I think she. Probably deserved her own solo film quite a while before now. Yeah, no, but agreed. I think that the introduction of the new characters, like Florence Pugh's character, and a lot of these um, uh, different sort of directions they're taking with it, I think it's going to be quite an interesting re entry into the MCU. So, I'm, yeah. while I'm not like losing my mind with excitement about it, I'm pretty keen to see generally what they're going to do, what direction they're going to go with it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm also quite curious about it. Um, we'll have to judge it when it comes out, I guess. You know, can't, yeah. we can't we can't speak too early and then you know start trashing it before it's <laughs> even hit the cinema. Let's uh, let's see if the proof is in the pudding and uh, it actually turns out because I I am excited because Florence Pugh has proven herself to be quite a staunch actress so I'm I'm quite I'm quite keen to see where it goes and maybe it's well, like they say, maybe they're setting her up to sort of take over the Black Widow-esque role in the future. Who knows? Yes. But only time will tell. But right now it's all about DC. Screw this.
0: Back to the DC, dome. <laughs>
1: Get out of here. Uh, okay, uh, one of the next more exciting ones is, the, is finally some concrete information about Black Adam, which is going to star... Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is like the, at least appearance wise, he is the perfect casting ever, I think, (laughs) across this whole (laughs) DC movie franchise. So yeah, he's, I mean, I'm really excited because this is going to be his setup before he joins in on uh, Shazam. The next Shazam uh, movie. The yeah, sequel sequel's also been spoken about. Shazam Fury of the Gods. It's actually the one panel I forgot to get to is Shazam. Uh, so yeah, I'll try to catch catch up on it. But anyway, yeah, Black Adam's coming. And that's going to be, I think that's going to be really cool because it's also going to set up the Justice Society of America. So that's going to be sweet. Getting guys like Adam Smasher and Hopefully, Doctor Fate and the likes in that movie. Uh, for your like reference, Atom Smashers is is pretty much Ant Man, so I I don't know how excited I am to see him. We'll see <laughs> how it pans out because I just feel like oh we're getting Ant Man 2.0, <laughs> just the the yeah. DC incarnation. So hopefully they can really knock it out of the park with him, so it doesn't just feel like a, a Marvel knockoff. Sort of film, but I think yeah. So yeah, I'm very excited for Black Adam because The Rock is the sort of perfect casting. He's got the charisma, he's got the look. So let's see where it goes. Hopefully, it's 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 gonna just like knock it out of the park. Because I'm quite excited to see it. I mean, it's a very interesting character, and then with it leading into Shazam, I mean, yeah, it's we it, we in for a hell of a ride when when I don't know if it's Shazam three or if it'll be Black Adam two that they'll meet up and. Uh, go blow to blow, you know, and it'll it's it's gonna be a hell of a ride. <laughs> if you know the characters, you'll you'll be excited. Um yeah. Well, I'm gonna so, be
0: going in fully blind from my side, so I'm quite keen to see what, what Yeah, transpires. yeah.
1: I think that's nice that's that's the advantage on your side is that you've got that sort of you know, you're going in there with a clean slate with no expectations. So whereas I think the rest mm. of us, if you you are a bit of a DC guy, you sort of oh, you can you know, Going in there a little bit too critical, perhaps. I mean, which is always the risk with all of these films, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Then, ooh, which one should I tackle first? Did you, you, you've watched the Batman trailer, right? Oh, yeah. And what did you think of that?
0: I must say, it's not actually what I expected, but I really, really dig it. Um, I think that I was. I was expecting a bit of a different approach to uh, Batman's character from, um, f- uh, in the perspective of Robert Pattinson. But since seeing the trailer, um, yeah. the more that I've thought about it, the more I'm actually enjoying the way that it's going and the way that they're portraying him. Um, yeah, like it's not like this brand new approach. Obviously, like they're, they're coming at it from this. You know, uh, he looks like this tormented. Um, and uh, protagonist and, and coming at it from mm. that conflicted era, but like he almost portrays like a the the way he his stature and and the longer hair and that that whole look makes yeah. him almost look more um, sort of unhinged and and very mm. like almost like almost like quiet you know like we didn't obviously see a lot and they've only yeah. supposedly shot about 25 20 percent of the film or whatever you know yeah but like. If that's the direction that they're gonna go in, I'm quite excited because we might get we might be seeing that live wire like deeply sort of disturbed Batman who's like you know teetering on the brink of of uh, losing his mind and also being on on his vengeful quest, you know, yeah um, yeah yeah, I'm pretty keen for that man. I don't know what do you think of it?
1: I think I have watched that trailer at least. A minimum of fifteen times already. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of it. It blew my mind. I mean, I, I initially, I, I, I thought, okay, we got Robert Pattinson. Is he gonna? Be, I, I, his acting chops speak for for themselves, but I, but I wasn't sure if he was gonna be able to pull off the look. And mm. yeah, the direction that he and Matt Rees have taken it in has yeah has definitely piqued my interest. Uh, And and just the the, uh, overall sort of grimy feel of it. And, I mean, uh, it looks like he's going to be quite a brutal Batman as well because he's, I mean, this is, like I said, it's taking place in year two. He's still finding his feet. Uh, people, People don't know if he even exists and the people that do believe that he exists are shit scared of him. So yeah, and he just
0: beat the living daylight out of that one, dude.
1: That yeah, I think uh, I watched that <laughs> that beatdown on loop a, a couple of times. So <laughs> it is the mo- one of the most. It's such a satisfy satisfying beatdown. <laughs>
0: uh, I've got faith in the battenson,
1: Yeah, me too. And I mean, with Matt Reeves at the helm, I mean, geez, but there they are few better directors than Matt Reeves, in my opinion. So I think he's going to pull it off gonna pull off. Yeah. In such a great way. And we've got such a stellar cast coming in here yeah, as well. As Jeffrey Wright coming in as as Gordon. So Kravitz is Catwoman, Colin Farrell's Penguin. I mean we didn't get to see Andy Circus. I'm I'm very keen to see how Andy Circus uh portrays Alfred. Um
0: it's gonna be an interesting one. Uh oh geez, I actually had no idea about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well what watch the trailer another fifteen times and you'll you pick up his voice <laughs> uh, sort of midway through. He he speaks uh, – it must yeah. come from a scene somewhere that he's speaking to Battinson. Awesome. Uh, and then Paul Dano as the Riddler I think is going to be awesome. Uh, the film looks like it's heavily influenced by, like, Batman the Long Halloween, and I don't know, I'm getting, like, serious hush vibes from it as well. So for, like, the comic fans, yeah you – know, I'm hoping they're not going to, it's just gonna be an influence rather than you know if you know those comics you're going to go in knowing exactly where they're going where they're going with it, so hopefully it's not gonna be the case
0: yeah and that's just, definitely not the case for me
1: yeah uh well yeah for you at least yeah you wanna know you'll be going in completely <laughs> blind, which is great um but yeah and, and i mean just the interesting thing is just having another having another Batman you know in in the universe now i mean. DC has come out as saying that every single Batman now is canon. So, oh. it's, yeah, yeah, I know all of them. So, what they're basically doing is is they're setting up the uh, multiverse, the DC multiverse. So, yeah. every every Batman is now canon from sort of, I don't know if it includes like uh, uh, Adam West in them, but a it includes Michael Keaton and all of those Batmen leading up. So,
0: so I'm to, I'm to live, now live with the fact that George Clooney's Batman is canon.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but I don't, know, I don't know if they'll ever bring him back because, I mean, because um, there's the, uh, the Flash movie, which they said, it, which is coming out 2022 with the director of It – two, Andy Muschietti, he's directing it, and Batfleck is reprising his role in there as well, so Michael Keaton is in the movie as well as Batman, so yeah, yeah yeah, I mean, we've got uh, Batfleck and um, Michael Keaton coming back, they're both reprising their roles as Batman, because it seems like Ezra Miller's Flash is going to go into the sort of um Uh, flashpoint paradox sort of realm where he goes back in time and I don't know in which direction they're going to be going with it but in the flashpoint he goes back to save his mother and when he does that uh, he screws up the DC universe and yeah there's alternate versions of characters like, in the flashpoints, I mean, uh, Thomas Wayne becomes Batman and he's, and Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. She loses her mind because uh, in that universe, Bruce Wayne is murdered in the alleyway instead of them. So it's like this whole, like, thing. But I don't think they're going in that direction, yeah. Because, I mean, we've got two Batmans, so I don't know what where they're going with it, with Keaton coming back and, and Affleck. So, yeah, I don't know in what sort of direction they're really going to take it in. And, yeah, then, yeah, Mr. Director himself has, has redesigned Ezra Miller's suit as well. Okay. So, yeah, he's going to be, it seems, I don't know if it's going to be a sort of Wayne Tech suit or or, or what's going to happen there, if it's going to be something that one of the Batman design. And so uh, it looks like it's going to go more to the classic comic look instead of the sort of Zack Snyder's armored Sort of look, which I'm quite a fan of. I don't know, there's something quite cool about the armored look to me. But we'll see, we'll see, and judge when it comes out. It's still early days. That uh, movie's been in development hell forever now, and with Ezra's shenanigans with uh, that lady in the street, we'll see what what goes up, <laughs> 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 what actually happens, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like. I did you did you watch the video of what he did?
0: <laughs> I did, but I don't know how much of it's real and staged. I don't know what's going on there.
1: Yeah, it all seems very weird. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was quite a it was quite a quite a feat he <laughs> he did there. So yeah, and then um, yeah, then the, I guess the biggest news, at least the biggest news for me, is the the sort of second. Proper sort of teaser trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. So, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I've, uh, my, my, my anus is puckering for this movie like you can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Kegel exercises in prep <laughs> for this film. <laughs> I'm very excited because I, I, yeah, uh, the, <laughs> The Justice League is uh, not uh, not the greatest movie. I mean, I didn't... Uh, when it released, I don't know if it's just because I, 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 I'm i I'm such a fanboy that I'm willing to just defend these movies to the grave. But I, mean, I think I wa- so.
0: <laughs> I do remember you... I do remember the bright-eyed, childlike uh, expression on your face after we walked out of the cinema watching Justice League for the first time. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I mean... I'm, even even from my perspective, I didn't hate that movie at all. It's not a it's not a complete train wreck, and like we had a pretty good time watching it. I think that uh, it's just more and more obvious when you look back in hindsight mm. how much sort of wasted potential there was and how many things could have been done better or done differently.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you could feel that there's something wrong there, and I mean the the CGI. Um, oh yeah, lip I mean that's part of the bad. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, the conflicting tones and the jarring Mm. tone change from from everything before it so like from man of steel to bvs to justice league you could really feel that tone shift and while some people may have thought that it was refreshing or whatever i don't really think that that i think they should have stuck to the uh, guns you know like that's why Mm. the the vision was different from marvel in the first place yes it was much darker and more bleak and everything but that was different and it had its own flair to it so I'm so stoked to see that the Snyder Cut's finally happening and for them to to actually get that vision off the ground and see what what was initially um intended for these characters and for the storyline.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm also yeah, I'm I'm quite I'm like so happy to see what that's sort of the sort of fan fandom sort of coming together, what they could achieve, but I'm also Mm. curious to see what sort of uh, president this now sets in the future, because I've seen, I've seen a lot of uh, articles now lately again about oh, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is the signs of what a toxic fan base can do, and I mean, yeah, but this was different.
0: I mean, this was very different. Completely different. Yeah, you've got you've got the cast and director fighting the same battle as the, as the fans in this case. It's not mm-hmm. a case of um, Game of Thrones, for example, where the season finale and, and the whole last season was yeah. like fans waging war against it online, but it's, it's a completely different situation. It's not like yeah. the directors or the writers were saying the same thing. And it's not like yeah. um, they were actually going to go ahead and go, oh, let's re rewrite and refilm the whole season finale for you. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. It's not at all the same thing. So while I... I hear where they're coming from and i know it is dangerous to to entertain the trolls sometimes and because obviously there have been people being being like full of crap in this time not necessarily uh, just there's there's the awesome aspect of the fan base coming together for something like this and and uh actually campaigning for something positive but obviously yeah. you're going to get assholes who take advantage of every situation and and just take it to the next level and and just be like really crap about it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that is, I mean, uh, the Star Wars fan base is a huge example of that where, where that's like, that could be described as a toxic fan base in a lot of cases where you have backlash to the point where actresses quit social media like Kelly Marie Tran because she gets so much yeah. hate from fans that uh, about her character that she feels threatened in, in her actual life and and quit social media. I mean, that's just ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So I obviously, giving true. a voice to to things like that is is risky because it can go both ways but this is an awesome this is like an amazing example of what can be done um by fans being passionate and actually pursuing something and this obviously is a positive um, instance of that
1: yeah and it's i mean like the the circumstances surrounding it are completely different i mean this is a director that went uh, i mean
0: they had a family tragedy so uh which true as well that's another another layer
1: exactly so yeah whether whether one of brothers tried to push him out beforehand as well and then the uh, and uh, what happened with his daughter was unfortunately the straw that broke the camel's back i don't know Mm. we don't know none of our business really i'm just happy that it's happening (laughs) but yeah uh, i mean i uh it, uh, yeah the teaser was quite interesting because i think it, was, it really is exactly that it's a teaser it was a, it wasn't really a well structured sort of trailer it was just it was purely there to show you well look how different my movie really is and yeah. uh i mean and you could see the cgi is really really rough still uh they're still in the early days of post uh, post production and all of that so and the editing like like mad things at the moment, so yeah, uh yeah. You because uh, I've seen some people even giving a backlash <laughs> about the CGI, which is like yeah, not right at all. Especially when people were rushing back to see that CGI Hulk in the <laughs> Avengers. Uh, oh geez, yeah, <laughs>
0: re-release thing. So <laughs> yeah, that should not have. That was a complete gimmick.
1: Yeah. So I mean. I've seen people been throwing that around. Uh, I'm not really concerned with that because that's, I mean, we just need to get along.
0: Um, That's a whole other instance as well. You can't even compare them really. Yes, exactly. And I don't know why people try to. Something that I wanted to also touch on just in parallel to this would be the interesting release strategy for this being split into four parts and released on um, HBO Max. Mm -hmm. And also the issues that that kind of poses for, for other territories. So like in South Africa, for example, we're not um, we are not being granted the opportunity to join and subscribe to HBO Max. So yeah. I'm going to be quite quite interested to see what their strategy is um, going forward with that. So whether we get the opportunity to to just buy the film um, as a one off thing, so like we get the, the yeah, entire yeah. digital package or a physical package, or if it's going to be a separate uh subscription sort of thing that we can access in the different territories but they obviously i mean it's obvious that they would need to do something but i hope that they actually do because that would be forcing people into having piracy as the only option to watch this with the rest of the world yeah
1: which would be very yeah which would be counterintuitive in this case they would they need to make their money back but uh Mm -hmm. as uh, snyder did say that he is he said don't worry they are in negotiations with uh other platforms to distribute it. So they are in distribution uh, negotiation. So, most likely in South Africa, I'm guessing it'll probably come to like Netflix here, or because in South Africa, DSTV and HBO seem to have a thing together. Um, maybe it'll go into like other uh, uh, DSTV catch up, or box office, or Showmax. Or something like that, yeah. So I'm I'm hoping for that and a physical release because I, I would love to add it to my collection. So I'm hoping that we for do sure. get a physical release. And I'm sure they will be given enough time having it on the, the streaming platforms. I'm sure three or four months down the line they'll probably release something. So hmm. yeah, so I'm not too concerned about that. I think, yeah, we will get it globally and it'll probably be all at the same time so that there's no... Spoilers and all of that because it's going to be it's a huge event for HBO, so yeah, they they can't fumble it now and ruin it. They they need to capitalize on it to the max. So yeah, yeah yeah. DC fandom, I think overall it was a success. Um, there were some some panels that were just a bit of a waste of time, really, just fuller Um, some that I didn't um, I didn't even bother watching, but uh, yeah, and a, and a little overabundance. Of Batman panels, but I mean, as a Batman fan, I don't mind. So yeah, uh, yeah. So Fandom was a success, I think, in my books, and it needs a few tweaks and stuff, but I think yeah, it was it was a really cool event to have during this like weird and uncertain time.
0: For sure. And um, what about the new information re- revealed about the Suicide Squad film? Oh
1: shit, yeah, the Suicide Squad. Sorry, I didn't make a note of that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um look, I mean we we just got we basically just got character intros in that. So sort of yeah, sort of like they yeah, very very reminiscent of what they did in the in the first yeah. um in the first Suicide Squad movie. But uh it looks it looks like a hell of a ride. I hope it's not too similar to his uh, uh to um James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy movies, because I'm seeing a lot of parallels there when I watch the trailer. Uh-huh. Uh, like, well, you've got this ragtag team, and there's an animal mascot because his his brother is playing Weasel, which is uh, a <laughs> which is another CGI oh, yes <laughs> animal sort of mascot. So, uh, but what I found most interesting about uh, that whole panel is <laughs> James Gunn was really it seemed like he really was sticking it to Marvel and Disney for, uh, for firing him initially. And, um, Oh really? Yeah. Cause he kept on going on about this is, this is the greatest experience I've ever had. This is my, the best film I, I, I think I've ever, I've ever directed. And, you know, I'm just having such a great time and it's so big and it's so wonderful. And I'm so happy about it. And I'm so excited and yeah, and it seemed like he, <laughs> it was aimed directly at <laughs> the other side of the pond. Marvel That's interesting because
0: he's also been rehired, right?
1: Yeah, but I think um I think I think the the wound is still fresh for him because it was really unreasonable for these uh for for Disney and Marvel to do what they did to him based on some some tweets from something like 10 11 years ago although they were in poor taste but cancel culture came out for him in in droves. So they had to get rid of him. One of the best directors in in the MCU. The man is is great. So I think he's yeah. I think he's going to to I don't know wallop us visually and all of that with this movie because it it looks ridiculous. But I think it's going to be a ton of fun. <laughs> so I'm quite curious to see how it feeds into the overall sort of. DC sort of movie universe franchise sort of thing, because I, I don't know. They seem to be going more towards individual films as as opposed to one big shared universe that also sits under in the DC multi-universe. So it's quite a... It sounds complicated, but it's not. But I'm quite curious to see where they go with it, because I, yeah, I'd love to see some sort of, I don't know, cameo or them, you know... In another one of these movies, say Shaz- the Shazam 2 or whatever, that uh, the, the Suicide Squad is causing a ruckus somewhere in the city and <laughs> he's had to sort it out once or, once or twice himself or whatever, something silly like that. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think we're in for, a, for an interesting one with Suicide Squad. Yeah.
0: Exciting times.
1: Yeah. And then there's the games too, but we won't get into that. That's, yeah, that's a whole other
0: story. Uh, we will touch on that later
1: yeah i can rattle on that about those for quite a while so (laughs) let's
0: not do (laughs) that well yeah we just wanted to basically uh touch on the the announcements because there's like a ton of new cool information being revealed and it's really really exciting because it's been such a long time (laughs) this lockdown has been an incredible uh blow to so many industries and now that the film industry is kind of kicking back into gear and we're getting more information and films are starting to be released it's really awesome um so we very recently got the chance to check out Tenet in theaters first time back in the cinema in like six months which (laughs) has felt like agony but uh first time back and we got to see Tenet in IMAX and we are going to touch on that in the next episode
1: yeah, yeah, exciting times. I'm, um, I'm, I'm glad things are opening up, and it's just, it's, yeah, you know, just uh, as a cinema go, it's something to look forward to again. I think as a whole for everybody, just some stuff to look forward to. Everything with COVID and what's going on in the United States with all the the protests and all that has just been quite a dampener on everybody's spirits, and finally something exciting and a bit more, I guess, frivolous is happening in the world that we can a little sort bit of, of escapism, yeah, yeah, we need that uh I, I, look i mean uh, <laughs> we we're spoiled for choice when it comes to escapism, but uh yeah, we just need something we need something exciting and just yeah, something to, to yeah, we'll call it with.
0: big screen big screen escapism, yes
1: yeah <laughs> exactly, yeah, so yeah i'm I'm very excited for what's coming up and yeah, I think we're all just excited to have things to look forward to again and and be excited about and, and, you know, uh, get out and see something new with the world returning to normal slowly, but surely. And yeah, so we look forward to the year ahead and getting out of 2020. I think we should cancel 2020. We'll try again next year, 2020 dot 20. (laughs) (laughs) 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> 2.0 just uh, this year doesn't doesn't exist
0: <laughs> yeah the year of which we do not speak yes no we'll try
1: again next year but yeah I'm, I'm I'm really happy with how things are starting to turn out and like I said it's just general excitement and stuff to look forward to again
0: yeah so thank you guys for being along with us for the ride and we will uh, catch you on our Rambling thoughts about Tenet in the next one. Yeah, yeah. Peace out.